0: yo what is going on baby nathan kennedy the new money podcast episode 75 how y'all doing man hoping you guys are chilling relax and relax and we're coming to you on a wednesday as always my friends ask me any questions you guys have on instagram as well as if you're listening on apple podcast i would love if you could leave a little bit of a review there it really does help the show the apple algorithm and all that push the show out there to new listeners. So let's get that message out there. Please leave a review and, and thank you to those who have. Now, guys, you know, I'm always talking about investing in yourselves and in your future. And we here at The New Money Podcast are huge, huge fans of the stock market, right? But we can talk all day about theory. We could talk about this. We could talk about that. But if you're not out there actually taking action, it's all for nothing, right? You got to go out and take action today. And that's why I believe wealth Simple Trade and Wealth Simple Invest are two of the best platforms to get that done for you. It's the most conducive to, to building wealth because of how simple and easy they make it. Wealth simple Trade is a commission-free platform. Where you can buy stocks and ETFs free of charge. Well Simple Invest is a robo advisor where they do all the work for you. You just have to put the money in. So, guys, go check out the show notes for links to either one. I highly, highly recommend it. I'm telling y'all, really believe in these platforms, and we've got some good stuff. Me and me and Well Simple working with some, together on some stuff. The actual bonus offer for Well Simple Trade has gone from ten dollars to twenty five dollars. So we up that. So when you sign up, you get. 25 dollars on top of whatever your deposit is so pretty freaking sick so use my link for that specific discount um, you don't want to miss out on that money and you, and you want to get your wealth building journey started also guys shout out to grit labs it's a boot camp style training we're doing it online link in the show notes really i would love for you guys to go check it out free class you know you can just get it in even if it's just one time you come you know quick little workout i, I really think you guys would enjoy it so show note for that or you can hit me up and and i can set you guys up um you know we got to get uh, we got to get something <laughs> some movement right i know I'm, I'm so bad for that if i didn't have these classes lord knows my lord knows now today what i've got for you guys is my boy forest q he's a content creator who's actually gone like super duper viral over the past uh, week or two. Tens of millions of views, like I'm not even exaggerating. Um, he runs a YouTube page and he's a side hustle like king, man. This guy's a grinder, 21 years old, young hustler. Had to bring him on the show, chat with him, and, and you know, just mess around. And he, again, really sick guy and I, I think you guys are gonna love him. So without further ado, here as far as Q, let's just dive on into it, baby. Farz, what's good man
1: man what's up Nate how's it going
0: I'm good man I'm good thank you so much for coming on the show bro of course man of course it's uh it's it's really sick man I've been uh peeping your stuff man it's it's actually pretty wild it's pretty wild and you're you're a little bit of an entrepreneur eh
1: oh yeah for sure man for sure
0: (laughs) that's why yo tell tell us a bit about yourself man like um you know where you kind of how you got into personal finance and entrepreneurship and uh like how you're, you're growing your brand right now
1: yeah, for sure, man. So I am, I'm, I just turned 21. Um, I'm from uh, the Midwest, Chicago. That's where I stay. Um, oh, I'm in damn. college right now. Are you from Chicago?
0: Nah, man, I'm from Toronto. <laughs>
1: oh, oh, snap, snap. Chi-town.
0: No, Shytown. That's hard, man. That's hard as fuck.
1: I, I mean, I, I, I don't live in the city, I live in the suburbs, but like, obviously, right. you know, we say we're from Chicago, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, I'm from, the, uh, from Chicago. I uh, went to school in the suburbs. I'm currently in college right now. Uh, third year studying finance. Um, I'm most likely going to be graduating next May. So um, hopefully that's cool. Um, I intern right now at a law firm. Uh, I've been there for just about a year and so far so good. Everything's good. And um, I started like my entrepreneur journey, I would say probably freshman year in college. So I would say two years ago is like when I actually started taking like things seriously and like you know if I found an idea I would take action and stuff but yeah I would say probably two years ago and I started my entre- entrepreneurial thing
0: that's wow man so what do you what do you do like is it uh, what kind of business is it
1: so currently the the things that I do that make me money right now is I have ATM machines I have vending machines um, I do affiliate marketing uh, YouTube I have a YouTube channel which has was just generating me income um, what other stuff do I do? uh for the marketing i do some trading investing here and there uh and obviously my job
0: which uh, has given me income as well that's insane how the hell did you get an atms in like how does that work okay okay
1: okay this is crazy like this is a story of its own but like i'll make it short i mean it's it's not a long story but it was last year january january 2020 i was on i just opened up youtube and i saw a video Uh, how I started in the ATM business or it was I think like I made 20k in the ATM business in a couple months I I was like and I this is my first time hearing about it I'm like what the heck is this like you know my mindset was you know ATM you know I didn't know people can make money from it I saw it and like I was legit hooked like I was like dang like this is like first of all obviously there's a barrier to entry like you have to buy a machine but other than that like I didn't see you know like with a lot of online income. There's like a lot of steps, you know, like if you want to yeah. dropshipping ads, all this and that, like, I didn't see any of this with this. Like it was very simple. Buy machine put in a location and that's it. So I was like, I, you know, I got to do this. So yeah. like I went on grind mode. Like I would say two weeks straight research. Like I could tell you the ins and out of the ATM business. And like the third week, so what you need is a a credit card processor to read the transactions. Um, Mm. I found I found someone in my in in the city of Chicago. They had a used ATM. I was like, "Can I buy it?" I bought it. I found location and I did it all like in a month. Like it was so quick. What the hell? How much did it cost? So I got mine used. I got it from him for I think thirteen hundred, which is that's it. Very good. Yeah, it was very good because new machines. Dang, I'm blanking on new machines because I usually only buy like when people ask i always say go for used um because atms are like you know super bulky they're not gonna break Mm. i mean some technical stuff but like you know they're bulky machines like even a dent is not that big of a deal but i got it for 1300 i think new are probably like 2500 i would say yeah um but yeah that's it i got that i put it in a location and the only other fee i have is like per transaction fee um so your credit card processor who processes your transactions they have to uh like they take a fee or whatever. So mine is 10 cents. So I charge two, depending on the location, but average is like two to $3. So for one of my locations, it's, I charge $2.50. So anytime you withdraw, like you say, you withdraw $100, you'll be charged $102.50. Yeah, 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 I get my $100 back, which is the money I put in and $250 is like my profit. And then 10 cents out of that goes automatically to the processor. So I get $2.40 net
0: and that's it pretty good margins man
1: yeah i mean it all, it all goes back down to volume you know the more you yeah. have people that use it uh yeah. the more uh you'll make obviously but
0: so man i'm so intrigued by this so hold on so atm and then what was the other one vending machines vending machines so do you do you basically like approach vendors and you're and you're like hey or or stores and you're like hey like I'll, I'll lease this spot for you for like 200 bucks a month or something like that
1: so with with atms uh I have a machine. What I usually do is I find a location first because I don't want to be sitting on a machine. So I'll find them and tell them, you know, I have one and all this and that. And once I land them, then I'll go buy it for my processor because um, I know he has some. But for vending machines, same thing, but I don't have like a guy. Like um, I buy those used to. So, you know, like eBay, Craigslist, offer up. Um, but that's like a business that's like slowing for me it's slowing down because of covid and everything a lot of the businesses yeah. are shut down and food and all that so it's definitely slowing down um it's an all right business to get in like i don't want to hype it up like you know i know some people make good money from it and it's just like an extra source but at yeah. the end of the day both of these locations are uh, businesses atm and vending machines all rely on your location you know if you do right. dope bang your location you you can make some good money
0: yeah, and yeah, no, that makes that makes a ton of sense, man. That makes a ton of sense. So, um, what like, what like, did you just, oh, al- did you always kind of have an itch to be doing side hustles, you know, different income streams, th- things like that, or it just something that kind of fell in your lap and you kind of just added one, and next thing you knew, you had like, I don't know, like you said, like five or six there. So
1: honestly, for me, it was always an itch. Like I've always wanted to make extra money, no matter what. And for me, like uh, I've always wanted multiple streams you know that's what everyone says have yeah, multiple yeah. streams of income and limit how much you spend obviously so for me like anything i start there's a lot of upfront work so like with atms like a month or like a couple weeks of full research like you know that's upfront work you put into it and then you get your machines and things slowly start to die down because you understand everything and uh things just fall into place so yeah
0: that's dope man that's dope so how did you get into like um social media and stuff like that man tell me because you, you got a crazy platform you got like what like you just had a million followers or something
1: i just hit a million on tiktok which was absurd but the story how i got into like social media is crazy too i mean so obviously i mean i was in college at the time you know just regular social media i had mm. instagram you know you know normal social media yeah, 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 yeah. So i had that and then it was quarantine so what me and a couple friends did was every every night we would a netflix party because like there was nothing to do you know coin I, I don't know if was there quarantine in canada too or no
0: <laughs> of course man everybody was quarantined okay okay cool so we had yeah. like three, three months of like hard
1: lockdown obviously yeah, so like yeah, yeah. no, nothing like you can't do nothing right so like, yeah. i think everyone was like on netflix party watching movies and this and that so like every night like from like eight to nine we would just watch a movie or like start a show so one night we're like dang tech is crazy man everyone's blowing up let's let's do like a little competition first one to get the most followers in like a month like next time we go out when everything reopens the you know food's on us like you know you have to pay so we were like all right bet let's do it um so we got into it like we, everyone started posting their own niche like everyone had their own niche mine was mm-hmm. finance some was like fashion some was um you know education or whatever Everyone just started posting videos every day, you know, just trying to, you know, it was a fun little thing to do. And one of my videos blew up like a, I would say like hundred thousand views, and mm-hmm. I think I got like two thousand followers from that. And wow. I was like, "Whoa, this is crazy!" And everyone's like, "Everyone's like, no, nah, we still can, you know, I can still beat you and everything." Yeah. And I made another one that got like I think three hundred thousand views, and I, I think I had like five or six thousand. And then like halfway in the <laughs> rap,
0: they
1: just gave up, and I took the dub. But that's how I started it. And then from there, like. I just like really enjoyed, like, I, I don't want to say I really enjoyed it, but it was just like a fun thing to do, you know, make videos. Mm. I, I, we're on lockdown. So I just started making videos. Like I pushed myself to do one a day, which is really absurd, but um, that was my goal. And I always, for, I would say for quarantine, I, tr- I hit it most of the time, you know, I hit mm. one TikTok every single day and then I hit it, I hit it, I hit it. I hit it. And then I would say mid June, I made a video on how to start an ATM business on my TikTok. Mm. And that blew up. That got like 2 million views. And a That's lot of fucked. people were curious about it. So, yeah. And I always wanted to do YouTube. It was like, you know, this is the perfect opportunity. I can make like, you know, 10 minute video on this. And mm. I can, you know, take the people that are interested in this and send them that way. So I quickly created, I already, already had a YouTube account, um, but I quickly made a video whatever I had a good camera at the time or I still do because I was in I did photography with a friend so we had a really good camera and a good lens and everything so that wasn't a problem um but I quickly made a video and I uploaded it and from there YouTube began you know so I got like I didn't get a lot probably a couple hundred views but I was like okay no YouTube's doing well let's do one a week and from there I think I posted one YouTube video every single week and yeah. from there that's how So,
0: so you just been and you just been grinding, grinding, grinding. And so like it kind of came to a head, man. So I, I think so I think you you had a video last week that did like what 14, 15 million views or something like that. So, man, like kind of just take me through that whole thing. I, I'm just so curious about that. And then kind of talk to me about like the business side of it and have brands like approached you. How have you kind of navigated that's like whole side of it and things like that?
1: Yeah, so for that video, so before I posted that video, I was at 130,000 130, followers on TikTok. And that is you know a substantial amount of following. So I already was getting emails from like sponsorships and brand deals, but they weren't companies that like were reputable. You know, like they were like small companies that just like, uh um you know, just created whatever and they want a shout out or whatever. And yeah. some, some weren't even willing to pay, it was whatever. So I don't think I did... Any, any shout out on my YouTube. To, I don't think to this day I've made one sponsored post on TikTok. Really? Wow. I don't think I did one because all the videos, all the people that are approaching me, was not worth it. You know, like, why would yeah, I? Yeah, yeah. I don't use them. Why would I um, support? Them? Actually, no, I made one, but that's because I use them and I support them. Mm-hmm. But um sorry, what was the question again? <laughs> just
0: no, just kind of, kind of take me through how that video like kind of happened. And then, and then, um, and then like the, the repercussions of like what happened afterward.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I made the video. It was just, you know, a normal video. I thought I didn't think anything of it, but I made it. And then I was at, at that time, probably like 270,000 270, I made the video and then I think it instantly blew up. Like an hour later, I was already at like 300,000 views and I hit 300,000 followers. I'm like, dang, this video is a banger, you know? Um, It's gonna go good. Like I, in my mind, I thought, you know, 1 million, 2 million max, max in my mind. so I posted the video, was whatever, 300,000 followers I hit an hour later. And at the time I was, you know, doing some work or whatever. And by the time I went to bed, it was like 11, 11, 12, I hit 400,000 followers. What the like, fuck? bro, what the heck is going on? So yeah. it was like, by the time I fell asleep, it was like 12, 12. 30. How did you sleep? Did you sleep? I had to sleep because I had to be up early. So like, yeah. like, and plus I didn't want to constantly keep checking my phone. So right. it was like 1230. I had like 430 and like uh, a couple of my the friends that we did TikTok with, like I'm really close with them. So they were like, yo, you hit 430 or 400, and like you're going to hit 500 by the afternoon the next day. So I was like, I know, I know. And then one of my friends, he's like, nah, I promise, stay up all night or until you hit 500 and I'm going to call you or message you or whatever. And then yeah. I fell asleep. I knocked out. And I think I hit 500 at night. And when I woke up, I think I was like six, 600 followers. Okay. I'm like,
0: whoa. What is going on, man?
1: Bro, it was insane. And then the day kept going and then another 100,000, then another 100,000. Then another hundred thousand, and I looked at my analytics, and one day on YouTube or uh, TikTok, I generated six hundred thousand followers. That's it was insane, wild. bro! Like, like one day, one day, like I had the picture. Like it, one day, you know, if you go to your analytics studio,
0: yeah, 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 I'll yeah. show
1: you followers. One day,
0: oh my god!
1: And, bro, it was absurd. Like I would refresh my notifications, and, like, like I would open the app, and I would have like, 5,000 new followers every, like, five minutes, it was, it was, like, I don't know, I honestly did not know what was going on, and it was a crazy, crazy, crazy experience, okay. but, um, and then the repercussions from that, um, I, oh, I got a lot more subscribers from my YouTube, which is my main thing right now, like, I really wanted to promote YouTube, and YouTube is something that I really want to grow, so I'm really happy, Um, I, I, when I posted the video, I think it had, like, 11 000 subscribers on youtube mm-hmm. and now i'm at fifteen thousand, which isn't a lot but the the thing is i didn't promote my youtube in that video if i even said youtube anywhere i'm sure i would have got a lot more so that's definitely a lesson learned for me right. um but youtube i got a lot more subscribers from there and just you know yeah. followers from there i think i got honestly i don't think i, I got more i don't want to say I, I wouldn't say i got more sponsorship deals i I think it's just been the same like
0: really eh? i thought they'd be like like swarming you you know what i mean yeah
1: honestly i don't know maybe they need a like because it's so quick maybe they want to wait a month or like i mean i don't even know how brands reach out like are they scouring tiktok and finding people yeah. themselves i mean there's it's such a huge marketplace that like you know mm. one person so
0: isn't there like uh isn't there like a creator fund or something like that
1: so there's a creator fund, but I'm not in it. I I don't know if really? you're in it or not.
0: Are you yeah. in the? Group? No, no. I wish. Like I, that'd be cool.
1: <laughs> you have over ten thousand followers, right? Yeah, yeah. Don't you only need ten thousand to?
0: Maybe I haven't looked into it at all.
1: But it's like uh, I, I'm sure you've seen like the ads people were saying or TikTok were promoting. Like you create, they're paying creators now.
0: Yeah, no, no, no. I've, I've I've definitely seen it, man. I just I just didn't know what the requirements were or anything like I that. I haven't really it's
1: looked into it. Ten thousand followers and a hundred thousand views in the past month. Um, so I'm
0: sure you. Oh, I'm, I'm good for that. Yeah. But The I, thing
1: is, I when they released it back in October, I joined it. But my views like went down a lot. So there's like rumors behind it where um, uh, you may, because you're in the program, TikTok has to pay you now. And if you generate more views, they have to pay you more money so Aww. i don't know how you know accurate that rumor is whatever but I, my views went down and there was a lot of people talking about it and honestly like i've seen videos and everyone's saying you can't say how much you make on tiktok so i don't want to risk anything but like it's yeah i think it's three cents per thousand views like it's very very little mm. um and even at the time like i only had like 80 000 followers and it was like you know it's not even worth it you know for your yeah, views yeah, yeah, like, do you yeah. really want to jeopardize your growth for a couple cents a day you know is yeah it yeah yeah it? i left it and then ever since then i never looked back and i know some people are still in it and they get great views um but that's just me so if you plan on doing it it's it's up to you um you, you, you can join it and leave it that's what i did if you see uh, notice anything but
0: yeah, i haven't i mean i haven't looked at it at all like i'm, I'm so curious but um yeah, dude, I, so do you ever have, like, do you have aspirate, like, tell me about your aspirations, bro, because, you know, you're, you're doing an internship at a law firm, and you've got all these different, like, entrepreneurial things going on, man, kind of, kind of walk me through, man, you're a young guy, like, do you, what are your ambitions, have you thought about, like, wanting to just be a full-time entrepreneur, go after this media thing, like, kind of walk me through that, man.
1: Honestly, dude, I- i'm at a point where like i'm just riding the wave like like this was all so quick like even like even for a year this was all so cool because like before i started tiktok back in quarantine like i was full grind mode with school like Mm -hmm. like for this uh, internship like i busted my butt off just to get this job like Mm -hmm. and this was like i was so blessed i got it before covid hit one month before and they let him they let me work online but um like I busted my butt off. Like I was straight, you know, school, um, yeah, job, yeah. you know, get, ready, get get a good job, and I I had all that in the back of my mind. But for me, it was I was so for me, like I always had the intention. I'm gonna work a nine to five my whole life, but mm. five to nine, what people say, I was always gonna do something like find mm. a good enough side hustle or take that money I'm making from my job and invest in real estate or businesses that you know don't require a lot of work with me because for me, I've seen a lot of people where they go full into entrepreneurship, or they got a business or something, and it tanks. So for me, I've, I've always told myself, whatever you do, have a job or one source of income, that's 100%, no matter what. Mm -hmm. So that was my thinking. And then now all this happened, and I'm still doing an internship. And um, like I said, I don't know, like, I'm just gonna ride the wave of what happens. But YouTube is a big thing. I want to see if you if I can get YouTube as my new source of guaranteed income. Um, yeah, we'll
0: see what, what happens from that. That's crazy, man. I think it's such a I think it's such a crazy thing, and I think um, it's it's powerful, man. I mean, personal finance it's 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 really amazing, bro. How, how have you found that? Like, what kinds of uh, messaging have you had in, in your content with respect to personal finance? Like, what are some things um, that you tell you know young adults to get started with, like first steps, things like that?
1: so for me what I did a lot was I just saved a lot making a budget was big like from my first job like day one I already had a budget on my phone like you know um 30% goes to I think when I got my first job in high school my budget was crazy strict I had I think 70% savings 20% um goes into clothing. And then 10% was for food. So it was super strict. Uh, now, obviously I've like calmed it down a little bit, but I think budget is a really big thing that I'm trying to promote. And uh, I want a lot of people to go through because I, a lot of people like, I know some of my friends that don't have a budget, you know, they make money from their job and they think they have, you know, like a thousand dollars in their account. They have that thousand to spend on new yeah. shoes, clothes, or, you know, whatever, something they want to buy. But really realistically, realistically, it's not. You have like half of that. That's um, you should be going to saving. Another quarter that you should be saving for investing, and then the leftover is what you should, you know, be buying. But when you see a thousand dollars in your account, you think, "Oh, this is my money, and I can mm-hmm. spend it." So budgeting and putting that money in different areas is a huge thing, and and just saving, yeah.
0: Yeah, man. Yeah, that's 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 good stuff, man. And I think that's definitely the foundational, foundational shit. Like at the end of the day, like you really kind of have that stuff down pat, man. You know, I, I, what, so how did you find the past, like the two weeks ago when all that GameStop stuff happened, like how, how did, I don't know, how was, what was your take on that? Did you dabble? Like kind of walk me through like your general investing philosophy. Do you trade? Do you do long-term investing? Kind of walk me through that.
1: So with GameStop, well, first I'll give my investing philosophy. I am like strictly a hundred percent long-term. Like that's my goal. And that's anything I buy is for long-term. Now, with that, I do do some trading here and there, um, depending on a lot of things. Uh, one, my time, because trading does take a lot of time and emotion. Um, if I have time a certain day or if an opportunity comes, I'll do it. But with GameStop and AMC and Dogecoin and everything, uh, I'll say right now, I did not buy one single thing. I didn't make $1 from any of all that. Yeah. Now, I know I could have because a lot of my friends, they asked me for advice. And I told them no, and yet they still bought it and still made good money. But yeah. for me, it was just like I—it was just not my cup of tea. Man, like I think today I just got a notification: GameStop down to like fifty bucks. So it's like you know four hundred to fifty, and I know I know there's a lot of people that bought at four hundred. Yeah, and with, with all that hype, there's definitely people that I down a lot. But I yeah. mean, there's a lot of people were introduced to the stock market because of that, and I just don't hope a lot of people are gonna think this is a regular thing because this is not like Mm. you know you don't see this stuff like you know this broke history you know yeah stocks and crypto and um
0: yeah well what about you did you get into game stop right no no man no way dude i it's so funny you say that because uh yeah man I, i i made a video it was like uh monday right right when this like first started happening and i and i went on i literally just like was like hey like listen if you aren't studying the underlying fundamentals, it's fucking gambling, and I got a lot of heat for that. A lot of heat, like, and because it was just soaring up, I had about like a hundred comments of rockets. I had a hundred comments of moons. I had like all these pe- all these names. Like, I it was it was chill. Like, it was funny. I was just laughing all the way through it. And it was, but and and it it it's like man, I like it's not like when it happened last week, when it went in this week, when it's kind of just like plummeted, I was like, yes, like, I was kind of like bummed. Because then I started to see a lot of kids, um, like on Reddit, like, say, like, hey, lost all of my college savings, like, hey, just um lost my uh parents, uh you know, endowment fund or I, something crazy, right. And, and so like, it's, it's not one of those things where it's like, I was right, you were wrong, or you were right, I was wrong, or whatever. It's like, man this is like a dangerous thing and i share the same sentiment with you man it's i like it's it's so it's so um it's so unfortunate if this is the takeaway of 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 our generation for for gen z to be like yeah like this is what investing is it's fucking crooked this is this is how it is this is how it's always going to be and they lose faith before they even had it and i think i mean that's what you try to preach i'm sure and that's why i try to preach is like man like it doesn't have to be a slot machine it doesn't have to be a casino right it could it can be a serious wealth builder
1: oh yeah that that's a great way you put that actually yeah but and, uh,
0: no go ahead go ahead
1: it's crazy man with with what? and then uh, obviously you've seen the dogecoin thing too right
0: yeah with e- are you in,
1: are you like into the crypto space are you
0: dude so i i only have like a few hundred bucks in like bitcoin man like and 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 the dude it's purely purely like speculation like it's just there because like just in case. You know what I mean? Like it's it's I don't if it goes to zero, it goes to zero. I don't give a shit. It's not anything I care about. Um and that might change, I might turn it into a real position, but like right now it's just just for fun, to be honest with you.
1: So for me, I was introduced to Bitcoin back in twenty seventeen and yes. I was in and then from like from the get go, uh when I first was introduced to it, it was I think three thousand dollars, thirty five hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. And it went up to like five grand right away and i was just watching it and i was like this is this is dope i have to get into it and you know what everyone's thinking right now for the future this is exact the same everyone was thinking back in 2017 it's the future nothing's changed like from then yeah, like, no yeah. one's obviously there's some companies starting to use it or whatever but it's i would say exactly the same from 2017 so it came back to $3500 i bought $1500 worth i bought I, whatever it was i bought 0.5 worth of bitcoin and Which, from there for three years, 2017, obviously we saw the huge, I don't know. So in 2017, during the end of the year, uh, I picked up more, you know, different coins or whatever. And there was this huge run up. I don't know if you saw, you probably heard it, you know, the Bitcoin bubble burst or whatever.
0: Yeah, well, no, yeah. I. So I was in Bitcoin in 2017 as well. But I. I, but I, but yeah, because I was the exact same thing, but I sold off most of it, kept some of it kept some of it for years and, and just held it. And then I saw, (laughs) so funny. And it's, it's, it's so against what like I talk about with the stock market, but it's just because it's such a different game. But like, I, it was just there it was was, like, I think it was a hundred, 200 bucks. I was like, and it was only there for the very reason that it's there right now is just because like, what if it takes off? So I, I, it was, I think it was in March, like, or sorry, it was in February, 2020. I just like liquidated it and put it in my, uh, uh, index funds. Uh, which I don't really regret at all, but because um, it was only like a hundred bucks, even if it four x, it's still like four hundred bucks. It's not a big deal, but um, but uh, yeah, and then it, and then it like kind of started to shoot up, and I was like, yeah, I'll just put my money back in here just for fun, and 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 honestly, it's that's just how I feel right now. But take me through it, man. So you so you're like legit into it then.
1: like i'm not into it into it but like like i'm not like one of those people who are like you know crypto is the future or whatever i'm in it for the same way as you you know long-term speculation whatever but i know enough to where in my mind i know i'm not gambling like there's certain Mm -hmm. coins out there that have real potential and i'm in those coins like bitcoin ethereum these these other cardano um there's this new one Uniswap. i'm in it for the long term i'll pull good money in it and i have yeah but these past three years 2017 2018 2019 2020 I kept, I just kept accumulating little by little. Nothing a lot, probably a couple hundred dollars here and there every paycheck. But at the time, you know, when Bitcoin was only five or six grand, obviously it's gonna be worth more now. But just Mm. little by little, and like you know, that's something I try to preach as well. You don't need a lot right away. You know, you could do little by little, and over time it'll go up. Yeah. So I just little by little, and I and the one thing, I I don't know how many people do this, but when I started from twenty seventeen to now, I haven't sold one of my crypto. Everything is exactly the same because I know if I and I like your story and a a lot of people's other stories, they sold and a month later it goes back up. Like, you know, like why sell? So I haven't sold one and so many people tell me throughout these years, you should sell. It's the highest. You should sell. You should sell now. Yeah. Yesterday, you know, Bitcoin broke its all time high. Sell now. Sell now. Like, yeah. For me, it's the long term. Like, even if I'm down a couple thousand or a lot, like, it's the long term, you know. Yeah, I was down last week a lot, and you know I was down a lot. Yeah, you know, back up. So you know. whatever.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, ex- exactly, man. And like, dude, that's it's so funny because it's like exactly what I say with the stock market. For me, that's how I picture all investments. You know, real estate, uh, the stock market. You know, whatever asset class it is. But for me, Bitcoin's just one of those ones where I just, I because I don't have a serious position in it yet. I don't necessarily. um care all that much you know what i mean but like with when you do have real money long-term money you know dollar cost averaging into it riding the highs and lows you know doing the long-term trend stuff that, that's that's totally legit and that's totally what you should do as, as, a, as a disciplined investor so that's actually that's pretty sick man um are you seeing like with your friends and your age group i mean just tell me about like kids in uh, chicago because i i don't know but like do you think that personal finance is is, is starting to become more mainstream, become more popular? Or is it still one of those things that's kind of like, nah, like people are fucking wild? And- no, no,
1: nobody. Like, even my closest <laughs> friends, I like, I'll preach to them. And I don't even know how many of them have a budget now. Like I've always, I, obviously, my closest friends know me and like, you know, personal finance, money and everything that's like me. But mm. and I tell them, but outside of my really close friends group, like, I can tell, like, I'll hang out with some people I can tell, you know, they don't know anything. And like, it's not a bad thing. I mean, you just never taught it. Like even yeah. in high school, like I strictly like junior year, was, I, I knew I really wanted to do like uh, finance as a career. I strictly took classes around business and finance and money. And even then they didn't, they didn't teach us all of that. Like yeah, it was, it's, I mean, I, I wouldn't know. Cause I don't know everyone in Chicago, but from what I do know, um, it's still super traditional here, you know, school, yeah. job, retire.
0: Yeah, 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 no, 100%. I think that's just Western world, like even Canada, thing, same thing, man. Like we're not that much different. Like they're starting to implement um, some stuff in curriculum, you know, like some some stuff in math and some basic stuff, which is really good to see. I don't know how comprehensive or how much it actually is. It might just be like one of those token things where it's like, we are teaching personal finance now, but like they're they're fucking like talking about like, I don't know, adding coins or something. You know what I mean? Like nothing like fundamental um so like I I don't know but that's a big thing for me man like I think that's a long-term vision is to is to really make like sort of like a like a mass impact on that scale because I think everything starts off when we're children man and I mean you know I I think everybody listening to this can can you know understand and respect that like those developmental years are crucial for those habits man and if you're you know even if you're in a family that isn't necessarily financially disciplined at least if you're in the classroom and you're and you're hearing about stuff like this and you're seeing people at your age or starting to get into it it's just like it becomes a social thing and when we can get that social sort of aspect involved and like people are like i don't know talking about it because it's it's it seems like it's so pretentious to talk about money do you, do you find that like whenever you you, you kind of like maybe guard you don't want to talk about money too much because you don't people feel a type of way about it
1: oh yeah 100 yeah. 100 that's like a strict no when you when you talk with people you don't know or if you even just like regular friends you don't bring that up you know yeah. um is the farthest you'll go is like talking about stocks but you don't even say how, what your position is or you yeah. know opinions or even you know they ask you but you know you 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 hold back because if they take a position because of your opinion and lose money, Yeah, you know, and then if, especially if this is your first time, you know, oh my goodness, that's gonna, that's gonna be horrible.
0: Yeah, no, for real, man. And it's, it's, uh, it's tough. You gotta like, I mean, you know, with with your kind of platform, man, like, you definitely have to watch what you say. Um, because of, you know, how how it goes. I mean, is that something that you think about? Sometimes? It's like, now that like, a good amount of eyes are on you, like, you really have to be mindful of of what exactly you're saying, things like that.
1: Yeah, for sure. Like for the past couple of videos I made, I've definitely thought a lot more like, like, cause I write out a script for my videos and Mm. like each sentence, like, I think, you know, from the third person, you know, what people might interpret and just make sure everything I say is like very, you know, good. And it doesn't have different uh, thoughts and opinions that go into people's heads.
0: Yeah, no, for, for sure, man, for sure. Cause I, I think that's a, a really big thing. Um, that that any any creator in this space has to be mindful of especially you know because a lot of us are just enthusiasts man a lot of us just love this stuff but we're not you know financial experts and um my my boy and i were talking about this dude it was it's actually wild like dude there's so there's bare people bare like bare means sorry in, in toronto like, it just means a lot a lot of people there's a lot of people in, in our space that are, are wilding with what some of the stuff they're saying, reckless things that they're saying. Like, and, it's, and it's like in terms of like buy this stock or do this or like here's, you know, like just like strict ass financial, like literally what can be considered financial advice. And I think, dude, I was looking at some like law and I mean, I, you might, you know, obviously like find this interesting, but like financial advice can be is such a broad thing like any any lawyer could apparently you could make an argument for talking about oh i think the economy is going to or sorry i think the market's going to go up over the long term like a lawyer technically by law can construe that at least in american law can construe that to be financial advice or or leading somebody in that sense and i think obviously it's that's a little bit extreme but i think it's so interesting how i i'm, I'm interested to see if like, it's going to be this liberal for this long in terms of just talking about money and things like that. So I mean, I'm mean, i curious what your thoughts are on that.
1: Honestly, man, like, I agree, like, you have to be very careful, especially like if you're saying on social media, and I, I don't know if you've seen, but during that stock thing, a lot of people are posting, you know, the next best thing. And, right. you know, people that might be the only video they see, and you probably did not do any research and saw a YouTube video on it and were like, okay, you know, this is the next thing I'm put my money in it. I want to make a video on it too. And mm. you know, like you can't do that. You know, you can't say this is going up because no one knows. And then especially mm. during that time period, everyone was new to the market and they're just gonna download that and buy it and you know that's all and i don't I mean, have you seen did a lot of those videos come up you know top five yeah, man. stocks to buy or something it's
0: insane bro like that those are the biggest ones it's like you need to buy this stock like just like crazy man crazy crazy stuff
1: you, you have to be very careful when you when you say stuff like that and morally too you know you have to think like First of all, do you think half these people who are doing that are they even invested in these stocks or do yeah, they just want views?
0: Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Is, like that. It's, it's, that's the thing too, man. Social media is one of those things where it's, it's got, it's goods. It's got, it's like rough things because dude, there's a guy, I don't know. Have you seen that MPI guy? Like that, uh, forget his name. Uh, Curtis Ray.
1: Uh, I would probably need to see his. Bro, profile. this
0: guy is a slime ball. He's, he's like, he's got like. I think he's almost got like a million followers or something like that. And he's just pushing this um investment insurance uh, or or not no. Um insurance investment like it's basically like um an indexed uh permanent life insurance something like like kind of like suspect stuff that you know isn't really in the best interest of really anyone in my opinion. Was well, he um, getting
1: paid? Is it promotion you think?
0: What's that? You think it's a promotion? No, he's he he like created this company and and now he's like created like a TikTok and a YouTube and like he's got a legit following now and dude this guy's just spewing reckless things like like just like saying like stuff that's just blatantly wrong and um i mean, i mean the people in my space especially on Instagram cuz i kind of live in that Instagram world like dude we we talk shit about this guy so much cuz it's actually fucked some of the stuff he's saying and the amount of people he's saying it to that is taking his advice cuz in my opinion, there's there's very few, unless you're like high net worth, like high, 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 like tax strategy planning kind of thing, where permanent life insurance or something like that could to, could could make sense for your, for you from an estate planning perspective or something like that. Most people are better off to just invest, keep their investments here and and keep their like term policy here and just kind of keep those two things separate. But I mean, you know, there's there's evolving things. Those, that's just kind of my opinion. But I mean, this guy. Just I don't know. Just just not true. A lot of the stuff he's saying, and and nobody can really call him out on it.
1: Dang, dang. Hopefully, hopefully yeah. people don't lose money with that. You know that would suck.
0: Yeah, it's it's and that's why I'm saying, man. Like I, it's there's a responsibility. You know, there's there's such a responsibility with stuff like that. You know, but um, yeah, man. So, dude, like last sort of question I have for you, bro. Like, uh, man, what what is what is a what's one thing that sets apart people that are going to be successful versus not? Maybe it's a trait or something like that, Um, especially young adults specifically. Like what's one thing that really is going to set them apart?
1: I think one thing that if I see, this is what I do, and I don't know if you do it, but if I see someone do this, like this would give out like, you know, red lights to me. Like this dude's going to, you know, do something big, not even something big, like he knows what he's doing or he, Mm -hmm. he, he wants something. And that is a schedule with time blocks that Mm. will propel you into a whole nother world. And I've told a lot of people this, and I think maybe some people started it, but they let go. But for me, if you can time block your day of what needs to get done, like when I started this, it's absurd how much time, one, you waste, and two, you have to do other things. Like, 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 let's say you want to start something and uh, you have all day, but you do it, but you feel like you don't have any time. And mm. when you write it out, and you say, you know, 12 to four, I'm strictly going to focus on this, and doing it will just change your life. That's one thing that I, I really hope, and I'm going to try to push and hope people start doing um, is timing out their days. And, you know, being organized, it, it, it goes a long way, you know, um, time is just something that, obviously it's no there's no value to time and that's something you can never get back so if you can make the most out of your time you know you you can do a lot of stuff with And i think elon musk you know he he's a huge advocate for time i think what does he work like 80 hours
0: 100 hours a week or something yeah yeah. this dude's crazy he's got like 10 minute boxes yeah
1: look how much he accomplished so yeah that's one thing
0: do you do that yeah dude religiously man and here's the thing it's because naturally i have to because i'm so like like spastic in terms of like the way I think. And there's so many things that I'm like, oh, I gotta do this, I gotta do that, I gotta do this. And one thing I've come to find is that a lot of people are like that. I thought it was just me, but a lot of people have a ton of things that are going on in their head, which makes me feel a little bit better. But at the same time, dude, I have to like religiously like block my day off. Like from from 12 to two, I'm doing this for work or from, and from two to two 30, I'm like, you know, posting on Instagram or like I, I have I have to, cause like, like you said, like you, if you don't do that like you'll get to like 9 p.m you'll be gassed and you and there's three or four things you haven't even started and it's like you don't even know where the day went right so i do I, lo- I love that work
1: stuff like you know you can what well, i even like and what a lot of people do is like put in time to eat put in time to do your laundry you know errands to run you know you doing this stuff because for me what happens was like you know i have to laundry on sunday but i don't do it it's in the, always in the back of my mind like you know um i'll be working oh i have to laundry I'll be eating. Oh, I have to laundry. And that, mm. that little thing that keeps coming up is, you know, wasted thinking potential, whatever it may mm. be. So if you could just do it and crossing it out, you mm. know, that's so, it's such a huge burden you don't have to worry about, it, even <laughs> yeah, though I it's know. not a burden doing laundry, nah, but I it, feel you. taking that out of your mind so you don't have to think about it is just it's
0: crazy. That's I feel that, man. No, I love that. I love that advice, dude. And that, that's the same thing for me. I I talk about it. I'll say like, you know, like if it's a small little thing or whatever, I'm like anything that takes up real estate in my, in my head is, is, is needs to be valuable. You know what I mean? And so like, I, I'm not going to take on anything no matter how small it is, if, if I'm not actually like in it. And it's just one less thing I have to fucking think about. Cause like there's always so many, there's so, so many things that are going through your head, but dude, I love that advice. And you're the first person to talk about like time management from that perspective so that's that's really really great insight man but uh dude that's that's all i have for you bro like tell the people really quick man uh where where can they find you
1: Uh, bro if you guys want whoever's listening to this my youtube i'm trying to promote that like crazy like i make videos about side hustles um ways to make money like me um talking about money whatever it is business finance i I'm trying to grow that as much as possible. So it's just my name, Faris Q, TikTok. Um, if you guys want to follow me there, I post uh, about money and finance there as well. But those are the two main social medias I use. Um, Instagram, if you want to like, you know, stay connected with my life. But um, yeah, that's how you guys can find me if you guys are interested.
0: Cool. Well, man, I really appreciate it. Dude, it was a really, really dope conversation to have with you, man. It's great to get to know your story. And uh, I, I thank you so much for coming on the show, bro. Honestly. Oh yeah,
1: for sure. Man. I love talking to you. This was a like, I'm telling you right now, this did not feel like a podcast. Like I felt like I was just talking to you man to man. And this was amazing. Like, I-
0: dude, that's dope, man, dude. I, I really, really appreciate it. man. I respect you, man. And, and we'll have to have you on the show again, man.
1: For sure, man. I'd be so down. Morning, 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 morning.
0: So there you have it, my friends. Again, wild conversation with my boy. Uh, Again, hustle, 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 man. This guy's a grinder. Um, And I think... It was, you know, again, really great to see that you know other young adults are out here preaching a good message and and trying to trying to you know talk the good stuff. You know what I'm saying? So go check out his stuff. Really hype stuff. Really dope stuff as well. Reminder again, guys, let's get started with our wealth building journeys. Let's let's get it going, man. Wealth simple trade. Wealth simple invest. Link in the show notes. Highly highly recommend it, guys. Go check it out. I'm telling y'all. But that is all I have for you guys. Um, really quick, I, I did want to say um, this podcast is growing quickly and um i just wanted to thank people that have been with me since i started last year um people who are just coming on you know i just want to thank everybody that's listening to me right now and um it's such an honor uh to, to, to come on here and, and chat with you guys and and um you know to help you in any which way i can so i, I just want to share that yeah we're growing and things are going good and and um you know i just wanted to share that so i, I appreciate y'all man i love y'all but for now i'm out this mother peace